Hello and welcome to today's episode. Uh, I'm your host, Jake, or Omega XVI, and today we'll be tackling uh, two things. Uh, in honor of men's mental health awareness, I will be talking about uh, the mental health aspect in regards to how men are treated and how uh, things of that manner are uh, dealt with, and some behind the scenes updates uh, in my life more or less along the lines of content and a bit of how I'm doing personally. So for the first part, I will be getting the update stuff out of the way. Uh, recently, I joined a esports team uh, founded by one of my close friends, Roland. Uh, Riptide Esports. They compete competitively in NHL, and I took on the role of lead streamer. Uh, Some things to look out for this month. I will be starting a Let's Play of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, the expansion, uh, will be dropping in 12 hours as of the recording of this segment, and Call of Duty Cold War, which I will unfortunately be working on that day so there will be a stream afterwards uh in regards to content i still am keeping with the weekly videos and uh daily streams so if you are interested in watching that kind of content uh come my way but for the most part i've been hitting a roadblock uh mentally trying to figure out what to do next to spice up and make my content more entertaining but I will talk about that in a later segment. So for the main meaty topic of this podcast is men's mental health. Men have a very difficult climate, which has gotten uh, slightly better over the past uh, couple of years in regards to how we can express ourselves, but still, for the most part, we are very limited in who we can open up to because we're supposed to suck it up in air quotes and act like a man. But that, that comes with its own stipulations. Bottling things up causes problems in the later stages of everything, much like if anyone to have it bottled up, but uh, men have a particular hard time sharing because the expectation is for them to be well composed and to deal with things themselves. And that's not very healthy in regards to keeping a balance and keeping everything level. When you're holding things inside, you, you, you just, are setting yourself up to fail and bottling everything up can only lead to an explosion uh, akin to Mount Vesuvius erupting and making a mess of everything and destroying a lot of the things you built up in your own life. So recently, I've been doing some research in honor of Movember, uh, 
because men's health is a very important topic a because i'm a man and b it is becoming very evident as of late that men are experiencing uh, lots of mental health issues and they're going undiagnosed just due to how society expects men to be uh one article i was reading actually affirmed this and said that men don't want to band together to work on the problems of health delivery and that they want to just ball everything up because weakness is not considered to be masculine in uh, air quotes so diagnosing physical ailments is a lot easier than admitting to having a mental ailment and so if we aren't really concerned about this then is it that important yes obviously it goes without saying because the idea of masculinity kind of discourages just a, a lack of interest it just it doesn't lead you towards going into a whole like deep conversation about how you feel so what do most men in their early 20s resort to drug abuse uh, alcohol and violence so they don't really deal with it in themselves they find a third party basically to take out these issues which leading towards alcoholism or any form of addiction is just in itself adding and compounding to whatever mental issue it's just making it worse and being abusive now you're causing harm to someone else albeit physical or mental because uh some people take it out on their spouse or their significant other and it just causes turmoil when such a very simple solution could be found and when i say simple i've been to a psychiatrist it is not easy it, it took a lot of coaxing for me to go there because i'm like i could think it and solve this myself but in reality i couldn't uh because what i was experiencing when it was my mother's cancer i i just couldn't completely grasp how to solve it i knew what the issues were and i just i couldn't it i couldn't admit and put my soul into it and really just sit there and say i have a problem please help me because i thought you know what i i just got to get through it i just got to work I, I i need to make up the lost money or uh i need to focus on school i need to focus on keeping the house in order with and making sure I don't piss off my brother and my dad because they're going through something too. My dad was working minimum 12 hour days. My brother was in school still. I, I was working and in school I was working three out of, no, that's not right. Four out of uh, seven days a week and I was in school the rest. So I was in a very difficult spot. And if my girlfriend now wife didn't tell me, you should go see a psychiatrist, then I really wouldn't have gone. So I'm going to touch on a few things that uh, I noticed when I was going to uh, my psychologist 
for that one session. U of T provides uh, five sessions a year for students for free. It's built into your tuition, so not necessarily free, but uh, in any case, uh, when I was actually signing up for my session, uh, the nurse, very nice lady, she's, she's very pleasant whenever I had to go in there, um, she told me that it is one of the most underutilized um, medical functions that they offer. And the statistics for people who do use it, she kind of gave me a little breakdown uh, just so that I knew it wasn't anything special. She's like, it is statistically more women than men by a large margin. And I'm like, that's not reassuring at all. So the thing with men's mental health is you're weak for admitting you have a problem, but the irony is you are you need strength to admit that you have that problem. So for uh, the typical male ideology, uh, I have sim symptoms of this myself where it's just you push through it and that's it. There's no you deal with it. Yeah, I had a rough day at work. You know, there's a nice scotch for me. Scotch and a cigar, that old kind of way of thinking. Well, not necessarily everyone drinks a scotch and a cigar, but uh, you get the gist. That's not coping it, health. It's not coping in a healthy way. So when I went to the psychologist, I was very standoffish because I didn't want to be there. I was coaxed by my girlfriend wife, as I mentioned, and I was I was very it felt wrong. It felt like I de was defeated and I was kind of weak and vulnerable. And I don't like feeling that way, even though I'm kind of a sensitive person, I don't exactly like spilling it onto people unless like I know the person genuinely cares. So I walk in the room, it's an empty, it's a doctor's office. Uh, and the sweet lady, kind of short, a bit older. It's not her first rodeo. And she says, hi, I'm doctor. Uh, if I could remember her name, I sent her a thank you card because, or I handed her a thank you card, not sent. Um, she's like, I'm doctor thing. And your name is, and she just checks the thing. Oh, Jake, uh, how are you doing today, Jake? And I'm like, uh, I'm okay. Classes, whatever. She's like, well, you're not here because of classes because you have to fill out a questionnaire. I'm like, that is not the reason I'm here. She's like, okay, then why are you here? And I was a little snippy and I'm like, wasn't it your job to figure it out? And she's like, no, it's my job to help you with whatever your problem is. And if you can identify yourself, then we work together. So she, she was very inclusive in everything. I mean, I knew I was there. I knew what the situation was. She asked me if I was a psych student, and I said, yeah, I had you know, and she's like, well, you diagnose yourself with almost 100% accuracy, and you know how to solve the problem, what's stopping you? And then I was just kind of sitting there with my jaw down, and I'm like, you're right. She's like, you didn't really need to come here. I mean... Obviously, the problem you're having, I, I, I broke down somewhere in the middle. And then she's like, 
take a few minutes to compose yourself. We'll get back into it. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay. Uh, like uh, I was talking particularly around where my mother's, like my mother's death, if it like imminent death at that time. Uh, and like what my life would be like. And I, I started getting very emotional and choked up and she, and I just kind of like turned away a little bit. And she's like, why are you turning away? And I obviously give the thing is like, oh, you don't need to say that. She's like, I'm a psychiatrist. I've seen this a million times. It's okay to feel this way. And so the, the gist of the story was it's not a crime for a man to seek help. It's actually one of the more manly things to do, but it's not usually seen that way. It's kind of frowned upon, especially in most um, European countries. Uh, the old view, the old way of thinking is we, we handle our problems ourselves. Keep it to yourself. Everyone has problems. Just do that. But yeah, everyone has problems, but if you can't deal with it in a safe way, then does it matter if we all have problems? And the other thing I noticed when I was doing my research, uh, women don't have the same expectations as men do. Obviously, their gender roles that are slowly shifting in terms of like um, men's uh, attribution to me mental health, but women... Uh, are seen as strong for admitting that there's a, like they have, they're suffering from some form of mental uh, strain. It's a very inverse, but proportionate uh, expectation. Women are seen as strong and men are seen as weak. That should not be the case. Both should seen as strong and neither should seem weak, but through years and years of ingraining and in society that men need to be a certain way and women need to be a certain way. We haven't necessarily stricken down those uh, walls and it's slowly climbing. Uh, one of the researchers, uh, one of the research I saw from the UK, uh, there was a survey taken and it is 10% of males that were surveyed uh, have strong symptoms of depression uh, while the w female percentage was 11%. Very close margins. 1% off is not that big a difference. So it's just the amount of people who seek help is very disproportionate as opposed to the amount afflicted. And the ways of coping are completely different just due to constraints in uh placed on them by society. So another thing is, uh, because mental health has been kind of uh, something I've always valued, uh, a lot of guys will like check in on each other, but it's kind of face value. Uh, you kind of check in on your friends anyways. Uh, if you're a good friend, see how they're doing, you know, what's going on. And the only really big time that we kind of help out our uh, fellow uh, man, uh, in this case, literally, is when they experience a death in the family or a breakup. That's about it.
or if someone gets sick. It's kind of one of those big three where it's just like, hey, man, how are you doing? Are you okay? Like, what can I do for your homie? But I've always made it a point to make sure, like, my guys are doing all right. So sometimes I'll just, like, you know, say, yeah, you want to come over to my house for a drink? Because uh, most guys don't open up uh, organically. So you kind of need to grease the wheels a little bit. So a little bit of alcohol doesn't kill anybody uh, in one sitting, obviously, over time. That's a whole other issue. But just checking in on your guys, that's it. Because I like we all have stressful moments in our life and it compounds and it just takes a toll on us. So who's to say all these little problems don't equal one big problem? And that's usually how it works out. It's not usually one catastrophic moment just uproots your whole life. They happen, but the most likely cause of the problems are like anxieties about school, work, uh, girlfriend or boyfriend. It, it doesn't matter. It's just these smaller pieces just amount to a big swing and you just don't notice it because it's hitting you wave after wave after wave is just slowly wearing you down like a uh, rain on a mountain forming a crevice because erosion takes a long time but the damage is irreparable so i always have a hard time kind of just sharing uh with my guy friends because we're not really like that uh, there's one i kind of sh share my uh mental health stuff with but the other uh, of my best friends he's gotten better and we kind of communicate a bit more but it's primarily my female friends who i consider like sisters to me and i mentioned them in past episodes uh i'll shut them again uh raquel uh selena melissa uh andrea they, they've all been very helpful and obviously you can't forget my wife saving grace got me through my roughest patch coaxed me into going to therapy it, it's all it's all important I, I keep hearkening back to a lot of uh, my previous episode content support systems are important being able to talk about it is important and it's getting better for men but it's not where it should be by any standard and that's very unfortunate because having people suffer in one denomination more than the other isn't fair while in any case it doesn't matter what kind of categories you're comparing so we need to work together as a collective to make everything kind of on par at a bare minimum because what we have right now is not cutting it one month of mental health awareness for men it, it brings awareness but it's really not gonna move mountains unfortunately but the funding that goes towards men, men's mental health initiatives are very important i know a bunch of my high school uh, buddies who are doing movember and i congratulate them for that i support because it's important Uh, I was going to do a Movember uh, charity, but uh, I kind of missed the deadline. And uh, next year, it's a 
big thing. I'm focusing on cancer research, uh, both breast breast cancer in honor of my mother and for uh, men's mental uh, mental health in uh, November, also for uh, prostate cancer. So as I was saying with men's mental health supports, it's usually not a guy that they say it to. And if it is, it usually either is a late night car ride involves some form of narcotic, whether it be alcohol or, uh, you know, something else, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but really it shouldn't be that way. It should be more open, but we kind of like to bottle things up. 